0: podcast. This is Andy. Hey, this is Forest, And uh, we've said this before, but we're, we're trying to get better about doing this on a weekly basis, but it's turning into like a bi-weekly slash once a month type program.
1: It's uh, tougher than you'd think. Yes. But soon. So here's something we could talk about. The state of the pod, if you will. Um, so I remember last time we talked, we were talking about my wife was uh, interviewing for a job in your time zone um, back home where we're from, and she got the job, so she accepted it, I guess a week, week and a half ago maybe. Um, so I talked to my boss, let him know like, hey, this is happening, I'm going to have to transfer, uh, and he's like, yeah, no problem, we kind of didn't really talk about how the actual transfer would go because then like the next day they sent us home for the holidays like this was right right before Thanksgiving um he was like yeah let me know when she accepts it. i guess she hadn't accepted a job yet when i first talked to him and he was like yeah okay well, when you when you get her timeline figured out let me know um, so then we and then the next day the corporate corporate wide email came out saying that we're working from home through the holidays so we went so we went home um nothing really happened for a couple weeks and then my wife got the job offer and she accepted so i called my boss back the next day and this was like probably right after thanksgiving yeah like right after thanksgiving so barely two weeks ago mm-hmm. probably yeah barely like maybe it was last week i guess would have been the week of thanksgiving would not it or maybe two weeks ago Yeah, two weeks ago two weeks ago she it was the week after thanksgiving she got the offer so one week ago she got the job offer um so anyways i call my boss next day and he's like yeah we'll uh definitely no problem we'll get it figured out um so, I had a meeting today, and I talked to him again. He was like, he didn't even know I was still here. He thought, like, I would have already moved back home. Because <laughs> so I was asking him, I was like... Because I didn't want to, like, turn in our... Well, I, I went ahead and turned in a 60 days notice with our apartment because, like, I knew I wouldn't be here for 60 days. But I didn't want to, like, assume anything of, like, when I could move and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man, we're working from home through, like, half of January. So, you, you can go ahead and move whenever you want. I was like, oh, okay. So... Uh, weekly podcasts are definitely on the table once again, once we're in the same time zone. It'll be a lot easier. Yeah, that'll be way easier. Because uh, being an hour off is surprisingly difficult to coordinate because it's like you're, you're literally – you're an hour ahead. So, like, I had to get – you're done with work an hour before me. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and get everything that you need to get done before we do this. And so, like, you're already like halfway done of your day, or your evening, of whatever you need to do, before I'm even getting started on mine. Right. So, like, it's uh, it's definitely been tough to be able to, because if anything comes up, then we can't, we can't do it, you know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's just the way it goes. And like, like you said, coming soon. Which, dude, by the way, and I've told you, but congrats to her again, and I know that you've been really looking forward to doing that because I know that you really want to get.
1: It's just, it's terrible. Farther Like, COVID woke us up, man, for how bad this place is. Yep. Yeah. It's a den of, it's become a den of sin. Yeah. Is really what it is. It's just, like, and everyone's moving here from California and New York. So, you can't, even if we're going to stay, you can't buy a house where we'd want to live that's, like, close to our work. Because, like, basically, first of all, the houses are insanely expensive. Like, where we're where we're going to be moving to, a three bedroom, two and a half bath house, like twenty five hundred square feet, is just between like depending on like the style of the house and you know renovations and how long, how recently it's been like upgraded stuff like that. It's going to be between two fifty to four hundred thousand. Just kind of depends on other features of the house, you know, and how big mm-hmm. the yard is. That's what we're moving to, right? The zip code I'm in now, the median um household uh like price is 500,000. And so it's and ridiculous. the average is For over the same 300. Thing. Like we so a year ago before covid like we were planning on staying here. Uh we just like oh we're living here forever, you know. And uh we were looking at houses and our budget was $400,000 and I'm 27 and she's 25. <laughs> like that's insane.
2: Yeah.
1: And that was like 400,000 Was barely get keeping us in this zip code.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it's just wild that like markets can get so inflated like that, where you know it's exactly what you're saying. You look somewhere else, and it's a similar quality of life for essentially half the cost.
1: It's nuts, man. Like she's taking, she's on paper she's taking a pay cut, um, pretty substantial on paper. But in actuality, it's probably only going to be like a couple grand, and I'm just transferring. My, nothing changes for me, so I'm actually getting a fucking raise by doing this move. Right. <laughs> like my, my my dollar is basically because it's pretty similar to where you live. You know where I'm mm-hmm. moving to and where you live. It's mm-hmm. it's I would say, um, just to keep it as simple as possible, a dollar where I live right now is probably like a dollar fifty to a dollar seventy five where you guys are at. You know. Right. So it's pretty awesome that we're getting to the move there. We started looking at houses. I know you have, too. I know you got some big news, big life move. You wanna? I don't know if you want to tell everybody or not, but uh, well, congratulations, uh, buddy.
0: It's not official yet, so.
1: Oh, that's right. You only have only had to talk so far. Yeah. That could be an interesting subject to talk about.
0: Um, so. But, uh, for, I, don't, I don't know how often she she this lady listens. She doesn't listens. listen to this. She doesn't listen okay. to this anymore, so, and uh, I would think – yeah,
1: I think this could be a good topic because a lot of a lot of young men are listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah, by the time this is out, and by the time she would ever get around to listening to it, um, a lot of a lot of episodes behind. Yeah, she she uh, so essentially, I'm I'm getting engaged hopefully in uh, <laughs> <clears throat> the next week or so, and uh, over Thanksgiving talk to her dad, you know, had the had the talk with him. Went, went really well. Went surprising. I mean, not surprisingly well, but like it was just a a really good talk. It, like the, the part of the talk that you would think would be the hardest was the easiest, but it, it kind of evolved into like a really good, um, like not just marital, but like life advice kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was a cool cool little life life thing to have happen
1: yeah that's uh kind of what I thought too a couple years ago when I talked to my wife's dad um I remember he was in his basement um like watching something like a football game or whatever and I went down there and um just I just kind of jumped right into it man (laughs) I didn't like I didn't know what to say I was like there's no I can't do any small because I had already put it off longer than I, well, I didn't put it off, I just didn't get a chance to the night mm-hmm. before, um, cause, uh, we were at, we were long distance at the time, so she was living down in, um, a different state, and so I would drive there and I got there, and her, her by the time I got there, cause of the traffic, Shoot, her father was already asleep, so I just didn't get to talk to him that, that night, cause I, I just wanted to do it that night, just be done, you know, right. um, so I had to do it the next day, and I went down there and it was just like hey uh good morning um I wanted to talk to you
0: (laughs) hey uh so here's the thing uh yeah and and this was kind of a I mean he knew it was coming just because of like the timing of everything but it was like you know like one day I went out and like drove around with him and he's doing some work going to a couple jobs and I was just driving around with him, and we were supposed to go to lunch. Well, then they called us, and they're like, we made lunch, come home. And we're like, okay, well, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: now we got to figure out, you know, another time to go do this, and, uh, you know, so we had to, like, it was almost blatantly obvious, like, okay, we're going to get lunch today. Y'all go do something else.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so he kind of started to put, did you think he had any idea before, or was he just kind of putting two
0: and two together? He knew it was coming, so... You yeah, guys been a w- get together for a while now, right? Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Uh, Big life
1: event, man. Have you gotten it, the ring yet? Has it come? I know you had uh, were waiting on it to be made or whatever.
0: They, yeah, they're still. She's telling me that it will be done on Friday. Um, and so they, the, the local store that I went to, sent it to their. I guess they have some connection in New York to some designer in New York, and they were doing all the finishing stuff up there. Um, and so it's shipping back from New York on Friday. And so I'll have it, as she said, Monday or Tuesday next week. And so I'll That's probably awesome, man. do it the next weekend. Um, so fingers crossed. Wish yeah, I man.
1: I think I think you'll probably win. I think she'll. Yeah. I think will probably say yes. I got a pretty good feeling.
0: Yeah, i, I have a pretty good feeling she will too, <laughs> because she's, she is. I I know that she's ready for it to happen, and honestly, I am. Like at this point, I'm just like I'm ready to get this little piece over. She knows it's
1: coming too, because like I remember you said she was already talking about like planning things and stuff, which is great. Like, yeah, yeah. No I mean, that, you know? it's
0: it's wild, man. Like I didn't have any idea that like you've got to i mean i i always thought like why do these people get like a year and a half long engagement like that's such a long time yeah well now i know it's because every place in the world is booked it's not a year out like it's impossible to just like if you want to have and and this year especially i think because of corona like everybody this year that was supposed to get married didn't they were like well i guess we won't do it and then they just pushed it a year and they yep. pushed it six months and so like next year's already all booked up
1: so we ended up getting married so we were engaged for a year but we didn't get to have the honeymoon we were supposed to have we didn't have the wedding we were supposed to have and like the venue and like photographer and all that shit um, they were all like, "No, you're not getting your money back. You can either do this next year, or we're keeping your money." So we've rescheduled it, and uh, that's why I asked you for your address the other day. Actually, you, uh, you and your lady are invited. So hey. one of these days, I think we'll be sending out the save to dates. I think she's waiting on like the stamps or something to come in the mail. I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that.
0: We'll be on the lookout.
1: Um, but, yeah, like, we had to put ours off for a year. And so we actually – it's going to be uh, in May. But we were supposed to go to Italy and ship the honeymoon, man. And it's, like, now I'm, like – well, now I'm wanting to buy a house this spring. So it's, like, probably going to have to put off the, the real honeymoon for another year. Just because I can't – you know, you're, you, have to, you have to book a trip like that, like, months in advance. Like, six right. months, you know, like, to be able to afford the plane ticket. But, like, I can't have – that kind of credit card debt, and walk into a bank and be like, "Give me a loan." They'll be like, "What is this, you know, five thousand, seven thousand dollar credit charge you got going here between yeah. for t- on a trip to Italy, you know?" Yeah, it kind of stinks, but I mean,
2: well, y'all
0: figure something out. I mean, y'all get it done. Maybe. We went
1: to uh, <laughs> ah, that might give give our location away. Something <laughs> to leave out where we went to. I'll tell you off the bro- off the pod where we went for our honeymoon last year. I think I, remember, that.
0: I think I remember where you told me y'all went. But... Like
1: joking aside was a great time. Oh, I'm sure that it was. Oh, I'm I'm going to a wedding this weekend. One of my best friends I've grown up with and he's doing the same thing because they can't go to like the beach or anything. Like they can't they, like they can't go on a cruise or like they can't fly anywhere. So they're also going to that place where it's just redneck city, man. Yep. It's great.
0: I <laughs> yeah, love it. People can probably miss. There's only a few redneck Rivieras since <laughs> that, that yeah, aren't at just the beach. For people
1: listening out there, it was a redneck Riviera. You can just pick whatever one you want to pretend that we went to, and just just imagine someone having to do their honeymoon at that redneck Riviera. Whichever, whichever listen, listeners out there, whichever redneck Riviera is your redneck Riviera, that's where we were at. Just picture that for a honeymoon.
0: That was it. Dude, <laughs> I, told I told a guy... Golf.
1: Go karts, <laughs> all that shit.
0: You just gotta own it. You gotta oh, own we it.
1: did, dude. We were telling everybody take the old tiny pictures. Dude, with that being said, dude, we got so many discounts. Oh, I'm sure. Like you probably so, loved it. we were going to Italy, right? So we were gonna do like all these wine tastings, like vineyard tours, shit like that. You know, a pasta, like a cooking class one night in Rome.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And
1: so we go to this wine store, and it was like a local vineyard. Um owned like built this like storefront you know and um they're like yeah, if you can do uh tastings and free ever you get like one free tasting and then if you want to try them all it's like whatever how much money and we're tasting some of the wine I was like yeah, you know it's kind of funny we were supposed to be in um where were we were supposed to be on that day we should have been in Venice Italy and I was like yeah we are supposed to be in Venice right now actually doing the same thing and the lady was like what? Like, started going, like, she was just, like, super excited about it, and so she gave us two free bottles of wine and a bunch of glasses for free, and so I was like, I'm going to start telling that to everybody. Every, oh, yeah. we, we yeah, went, like, up and down the main drag, every wine, every liquor and line, wine, or not liquor, it's, like, I don't want to say what it is, it'll give it away, <laughs> but <it's like laughs> every one of these type of liquor stores and wine stores that you can think of, like, like um little vin- vineyard stores we'd walk in and say that same thing and they would just give us like 50% off free samples cups like I think I have four or five wine glasses from this trip that we didn't pay for we still have bottles of wine in our little wine rack in our kitchen from that trip um, that we got for free or like half price and then we went to the outlet stores one day you gotta do that at the Redneck Riviera you gotta got
0: if you don't we go to the, the outlet album, stores what are you even doing? You
1: didn't, you didn't. you didn't go so we went to those one day, and we walked into the Sperry store, and I needed some new Sperrys anyways, and I was telling the guys, like, hey, man, I'm on my honeymoon. Dude gave me, on in addition, because it's an outlet store, to the, it was like a buy one, get one half off. He gave me an additional 25% off. <laughs> so I only paid for, like, one pair of shoes, and those were, like, already on, it was something, it was, like, it was about $400 worth of shoes, and I paid 150. And he gave me like socks and shit for free. He's like, "Yeah, just go grab some socks, man."
0: Yeah, just go get, just go whatever. Just uh, you know what? It's all on me. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Yo, you know what, man? You have a great. You were supposed to be in Italy. Yeah, man. Throw those shoes in that bag. It was, it was awesome." But um, so are you? Do you think you're gonna do some? Are you trying to get married this next year in 2021, or what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think it'll probably. Ha- it was supposed to happen probably in like September.
1: Surely by then we'll be mandated vaccines, so.
0: Whatever. I'm not doing that shit.
1: <laughs> no. Um, What do you guys think you'll do? Are you just going to kind of wait it out and see what COVID does before booking anything? Or, like, what would you want to do for a honeymoon?
0: Um, I've thought about it a little bit, but not a lot. um, I guess it would really depend on what travel looked like. Yeah. Um you know in the fall like September is still good for like going to the beach um, I feel like if worse came to worse like you could probably still just like go down to like 30A and like get a house I know a, grand,
1: I know a great campsite
0: yeah yeah, I do too it's, they're open the government Might doesn't be, close uh, the outdoors
1: yeah, think, well those ones were closed but uh, the good old fashioned KOA, <laughs> K-O-A. It doesn't even close for ghost
0: yeah, no. Freaking.
1: Scared. I was telling somebody about that a week ago. <laughs> believe it or not, my coworkers don't listen to the podcast. I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah, they're like, you didn't know? Well, like,
1: it's on episode uh, nine. <laughs> but yeah,
0: you didn't uh, go listen to that.
1: I was telling about it, and they just like, <clears throat> they just like couldn't believe me. And I was like, no, man, like this shit was haunted oh. as fuck.
0: Oh, and it makes sense too. Like it was, you know, on an old plantation
1: after I explained to him like the whole story and that we looked it up and it was like an old plantation they're like yeah that, that actually sounds haunted <laughs> and I was like yeah
0: yeah for real for real yeah but I, I have a feeling like if it came to it just go to like 30A and get a house and like you know go to like one of the smaller you know Pinterest beaches and just kind of hang out and do do that thing um, yeah Or I thought about too Like going out To like Colorado And getting like A little cabin That'd be fun Like where you could go And um You could go like Fly fish one day Or go like Horseback ride And Go hike And all that kind of stuff I don't know
1: That'd be really cool Something around all that But Probably find some Redneck things out there To do
0: Yeah you got me fired up talking about that vaccine. I am not getting the vaccine.
1: <laughs> no, I'm – dude, the more I read into it, the more I'm just like, what are we fucking doing? Like today – either today or yesterday, they're just it's like flat out, yeah, I won't, it won't keep you from getting it and it won't stop you from spreading it. I'm just like
0: – Yeah, so why get it? What? <laughs> it's like, like they're just – it's like they're just trying to – come up with the next thing. Like, okay, what's the next thing that we could just force everybody to do that has no...
1: Yeah, they said it It won't keep you from getting it, it won't stop you from spreading it, so you still have to wear a mask, you still have to social distance. I'm like, then, like, what's the point? Like, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing, man.
0: Yeah, have you heard the new rules where it's like, um, okay, so instead of quarantining for 14 days or 10 days, now it's <laughs> 7 days, and... You also, the social distancing isn't six feet, it's three feet. When somebody was telling me that, I said, if they just divided everything by two? If I don't know you and you're closer than three feet to me, I want you to get away from me, anyways.
1: I know, that's pretty damn close. Unless, like, I'm in a a line for something. Yeah. Which, I kind of like when you go, certain stores you go into, it's kind of like the demographic is different. And so, like,. You go into one type of store and, like, everyone's social distancing, everyone's wearing the mask, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's doing the thing, but then you go into, like, Academy Sports and Outdoors, you know, which is kind of like, especially if you go towards, like, the outdoors section, like, right. people just oh, dude, I not went, distancing, not wearing
0: masks. I went in an Ace Hardware the other day and I, like, wanted to take my mask off because nobody in there had one on. I was like, I feel yeah. like an idiot wearing this thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like if you that's yeah if you go to like Ace Hardware, you're not gonna see anyone. But you go to like Home Depot or Lowe's, everyone's gonna have their mask on. It's just, it's just funny you can you you can kind of see who shops where with this whole thing.
2: Uh uh-huh.
1: Especially when you depending on a grocery. Well, actually, I've, I, every grocery store I've gone into, everyone's pretty masked up. I'm just tired of it. I'm just I am like like we were supposed to have first friday adoration yeah you know? mhm and um you had to sign up for it and they only allowed 6 people and there was only 3 times in day what yeah and i was just like
0: this is not so weird this is so yeah, we... like
1: and they didn't t- they didn't say you have to sign up i just went to s- i went to go check what time it was so I figured it probably wouldn't just be all day. Like I knew that probably be at set times, you know, because they don't want just people coming in and out of the, out of the church all day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know who's gonna be coming in or out. Um, so I went and checked, and all of a sudden I see that sign up sheet. I'm like, what? And I click on it, and there was one spot left at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, Are you like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, ours it. ours got moved, so the local like. I guess original like city venue, like opera house type, like fancy bougie place. Mm -hmm. They have like an orchestra that plays Christmas stuff every year and they closed down, but the orchestra was like, okay, well we still want to play. And so they ended up having it at our church and it was like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And because they were doing that, they postponed First Friday adoration to this coming Friday. So it would be really the second. Yeah, that's weird. And like we all went because that didn't even start until like 730. So we were all like, oh, well, we're just going to go to Vespers and do this because I'm sure that they'll do it before. And we're sitting there. We're the only people in the whole church except for like this random dude up at the front, like putting up the stands for the uh, for the orchestra and we're all just sitting there like waiting for it to start and it just never did so we just got up and left
1: that's nuts when did you find out it wasn't going I mean, on we just
0: while we were there we were just like well I guess that this isn't happening so that I sucks. guess we need to leave
1: so are you going this Friday then
0: yeah yeah we'll go Friday for sure
1: that'll be good still get to go that's good just so weird that they would move it
0: yeah, I don't. They just—they're just, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff.
1: I'm just so tired of it. It's just so this type, that type of stuff, you know. Uh. <clears throat> Have you uh? Sorry, I was taking some water. Have you gotten uh, back out in the field at all lately? Gotten a, a, out there in the duck swamp at all? I remember you sent me the one picture.
0: Yeah, well, last weekend, uh, we went out. So we went opening weekend, um, Gertrude and I did. And we saw like one wood duck. And it landed in the pond, like across the pond from us and just kind of swam around and then got up and left. Um, and so we were like, well, we got to figure something else out. Because that spot that we went to for opening weekend is just not great. And a buddy of mine, he was like, yeah, I was playing tennis over at local high school. And he's like, man, there were ducks just diving into the woods behind there. It's like, you need to figure out what that is. Cause they were just going in there. He's like, I'm talking like 50, 60 ducks were just pouring in there right at sunset. And I was like, where is this? And so he's kind of shown me on a map and I pull it up on Onyx and it's a WMA, like it's state land. Wow. Like, are you kidding <laughs> it's me to, It's yeah it's literally like a triangle honestly in the middle of the city
2: <laughs> not I'm the city but, and
0: find it but this little area and uh, I'll send you a I'll send you a pen that I dropped yeah but um let me pull that up real quick how many like acres is it, it can't be much it is not it's, it might be 50 acres.
1: Is it downtown or is it like
0: Oh no, it's in like a suburb. Which is um, it north east, west North it's kinda near where we went. Okay, let's see. Let me send this to Oh, I see a triangle.
1: This might be it. A... I wonder if that's it. I'm interested to see if you send me this.
0: Okay, I just sent it to you. Because I found it.
1: interested to see if this is where i'm looking at nope just just south of where i was looking at yeah i see you i see the the high school the baseball fields and shit the football field
0: yeah um so that whole little flooded so what we're looking at here is like it's almost it's like look where the water is
1: where's the water at
0: Zoom in on, you'll see it. When Is you,
1: that like, it kind of looks like it snakes through the trees? Is that just like a creek or something?
0: Yeah, it's like this swamped, it's not connected to a creek, <clears> so it's <throat> just like kind of flooded like a pond with, I don't I don't really oh, know. Oh, I
1: see there's that uh, river or whatever next to it. So does that mm-hmm. just flood over, I guess?
0: Yeah, it overflows into this like swamp bottom and it just holds water. So the water's not That's moving, okay. it just sits in there. And so what we're looking at here is it kind of looks like an upside down V and then kind of like a elongated lowercase H of water surrounded by woods. And the water actually goes up into the woods a little bit. So you're standing in flooded timber. And so after he told me this, I went over there during the week um, in the evening and I was just like walking around in the woods, trying to find like a trail Or something like that to to see what access would be like, to see if I could take the dog, you know, stuff like that. And when I was out there, I saw like 16 wood ducks just swimming around when I was out there. And so I was like, well, this is the spot. So Birch and I go on Saturday morning, and um, like right before shooting light, we had a group literally come up to like 10 yards. Like they were like acting like they were going to land right in birch's face and then they pulled up and flew over us and so i was like all right well here we go this is going to be one of those mornings and and with wood duck hunting it's not like an all day like they all come at once and then there's no more and so it's really like a you know 30 45 minute hunt and right at shooting light we had a group of three fly over and birch smoked one of those and uh i had moses with me and i wasn't really shooting um i was really just kind of trying to work with him and make sure that he was doing his thing and he you know went out there and got it brought it back did everything he was supposed to do which was pretty cool yeah um and then
1: That's definitely cool that he was able to do all that. If if we
0: hadn't been, and I was kind of nervous about shooting with him out in the water because I didn't want to, I didn't know how he would react to that, to like doing a retrieve and having more ducks fall and and shots going off. So we were holding off. We probably could have shot at at least one more, if not two more groups while he was doing that. And then um, we had a few more like come over us the opposite way like come from behind us and go over that we couldn't really shoot at. Um, but then we had another group come and Bert shot another one of those, um, and unfortunately it went in these willows. It was a like, it was a long shot. Um, yeah, hell of a shot. He and he smoked it, and rolled it, but it it just kind of got in the willows. And Moses was trying to get it, and he was getting all caught up in these willows trying to go get it, and it was just it was a disaster and we just couldn't get to it so we didn't get to go get that one but um man i we probably saw 30 birds 40 like in in the span of like 40 minutes like it was crazy for for public awesome. land in in kind of like the middle of a you know a city limits you know state land duck hunt so we're going to go back out there this weekend it's supposed to rain but uh, every day it goes down in percentage, so hopefully we, it'll hold off a little bit, and we can go Saturday morning. That's where. If I was hoping that you could get down here, but we've got too much stuff going on, and tis this yeah, through the
1: rest, especially now that uh, the move got confirmed, like it just it ain't gonna work until January. But yeah. dude, after that, dude, I will be an hour from you.
0: Yeah, and honestly, January. Because <clears throat> it will get colder. The thing about this last weekend too is it was so cold. Um, I think that that's why they were moving around so much. So it
1: was cold last weekend, man. Man, it was cold last weekend.
0: So hopefully, you know, our uh, our luck kind of holds out for us, and we can we can keep that going. Because I mean, that spot was killer, and I hope it doesn't get too blown out. I was shocked at how few people were there. If we can honest. go, well,
1: we're definitely gonna go. Let me rephrase that, when we go. Man, I'm, I'm just hoping and praying I get one. Yeah. Make some uh, duck steak tacos.
0: Well, dude, that Those was really cool killer. We, so we got like one, even though he shot two, we only got one. And it's like, you're not gonna save that. So we literally like brought it home, breasted it out, and cooked. He cooked, um, breakfast burritos that used the duck as the meat for the breakfast burrito and it was awesome. No refrigeration just from swamp to table in about an hour.
1: (laughs) Those were those must have been great because the ones you made with the the mango pineapple salsa in Charleston were just something else so Mm -hmm. couldn't imagine one after you like 30 minutes after you shot it that must have been just great.
0: I did yeah we used uh, we did he cooked it with just like salt and pepper and then just seared it so that it was like kind of a rare. Yeah. And then we just did scrambled eggs with cheese and then we put a uh, salsa verde and some hot sauce.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: And wrapped it up in the tortilla, like a little burrito and went to town.
1: That sounds so good. That sounds so good. That's awesome. I'm scouting out the area. I'm, you know, about to move to. Back home, so I'm just kind of because I didn't really hunt when I lived there. So I'm just kind of looking on on X right now, seeing what's close to me. Fortunately, well, let me ask you this. There's a certain power company mm-hmm. in our state, pretty prevalent. Yes, yes, you're allowed to hunt. Um, there. okay, so if it says like blank power and it's just all on the lakes and stuff you're allowed to hunt that yes let me just I'll just send you a pin right right now like this isn't even an exact point this is just like what I'm talking about like this type of land <laughs> this is the glory of this app if you haven't downloaded yet because I've um a lot of people been uh yeah you know, this was cool the past couple days seeing everyone like Cause they did those like 2020 wrap up stuff on Spotify.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Surprisingly, the amount of people we popped up on their Spotify's was wild. Yeah, one person said, like, we were their most binged listen to. I was like, that's that's crazy. And like, uh, a couple other ones were like, number one podcast listened to was ours. And I was just like, what this nuts. So, that was um, so for Rickles, you people hey. that uh, sent that to us, that was awesome. Um, and then I have one guy who uh, DM'd me. He uh, he was basically like, "Man, I'm really." He's like, I, "You guys couldn't have made this podcast at a better time. I've been really wanting to get into hunting, and, and like this has just been awesome to listen to." And he's uh, we haven't gotten to make a podcast yet, so uh, the guy I'm guessing he's from Nevada because that's what his account says Nevada, whatever. Um, so a little shout out to him for reaching out. That was awesome and uh he was basically just saying like you know he's he's learned he's learned a lot and i think he said he did a hunter safety course yeah he uh he he started a hunter safety course after we said and stuff and uh he's just trying to kind of learn the ropes and he's wanting to get into rabbit hunting first you know which is a, a great way to get into it by the way
0: yeah um, tons of
1: fun. you don't have you have you done that? Cause I've done, I haven't shot. I didn't see any when I went, but I mean I knew what I was doing, and um, I just didn't see any.
0: Yeah, I mean it's kind of like squirrel hunting where it's you just gotta be there when they're just a ton of them out when they start breeding and they're just hopping around and.
1: Apparently, my there, dad but... was like an avid rabbit hunter as a kid, cause uh, he's like all about it now. Like he, so we went to football game last weekend something with little father-son time we went to a nfl game won't say which one um but we were on the way there and like out of nowhere he was like you know hey i'm i'm sorry i didn't take you hunting as a kid and i was like no man like i don't need to say that like I, it wasn't you know ever a thought as a kid it was and i kind of told him it's something that i don't think i would have even appreciated as much as a kid you know mm-hmm. i feel like it have been like getting forced on me kind of thing like that's like all he talks about now when I'm with him is like he's telling me about like different tips and tricks of like how that like, he deer hunted as a kid or like how much he rabbit hunted and like he was telling me all about rabbit hunting and he was like it's it was he like kind of went off on a little history story like how most people like get their start like dove hunting now because we've talked about that a lot like that's a great way to start hunting um mm-hmm. he was like back in his day like you would just take, like, your six-year-old rabbit hunting because, like, the louder they are, the better. Like, because you want to scare them out. You want to scare the rabbits out of the brush running across into, like, in front of you. They're like, yeah, like, that's, like, his dad took him at a really young age. Like, all the neighbor kids were taken at a young age because, like, you can make as much noise as you want. And it's not flying, you know, it's hopping along, so it's a little bit easier to shoot. But uh, you don't need a big gun, you know. like, a 20-gauge.
0: Yeah, you scare them, and then they just kind of like stand there, and then you just pop. Them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he's like, it's kind of a shame that it's not as popular as it used to be. But like, that was like the thing when he was growing up in the '60s and '70s. Would uh, was to go deer hunt or not deer hunting was to go rabbit hunting. And so um, yeah, this uh, dude out there who messaged us, uh, I don't know what the hunting's like out there. I could definitely, you know, do some research and get to you on Twitter, but um rabbit hunting great way to get into it man very simple uh you really just need to make sure you're wearing your blaze orange require blaze orange requirements mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. make sure you're in an area that can you can can allow small game uh might be a little bit easier for you since you are out west you're gonna have those big expanses of land we talked about you know yeah yeah absolutely. and also a lot of those places you can just go shoot at year round That is not something you can do on the eastern east of the Mississippi. Like you can't just go out into a WMA, or whatever your state calls them, and just shoot. Like that's just you can't do that out here. At least none. At least none near me. I mean, are there any near you that you can just go and shoot at? Because like they'll they'll tag you for like poaching. They just assume that you're out there killing stuff illegally.
0: Yeah, I remember I called one time, even with a bow. I called the state agency and was like, hey, if I want to go out here, like, you know, my yard, I can only shoot like 25 yards with my bow. I was like, I want to, I want to go out and do some longer practice. Can I just like bring a target out here and just shoot? And they were like, well, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, like, you just don't want to like somebody to think that you're out there hunting because it was like, this was in like August. Yeah, um, and it was like getting close to the start of the season or maybe it was even during the summer and they're like we just don't want to, like somebody to think you're out there hunting and report you and then we gotta come out there and like and I was like well you know like I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna be wearing shorts and like bright colors and like making it obvious that I'm not out here hunting and they're like yeah but you know how people are like
1: yeah no um, so we were we both started getting bow hunting at the same time and um i called my local place too and they said the exact same thing they're like i was like hey like um i'm trying to get into bow hunting this year like can i go out to this wma and just shoot a target and then the guy was like absolutely not no you can't do that and i was like oh okay but he's like but there is a uh, archery field pretty close by so you can go to that though year round but i was like are there any wma's you can go and like shoot at here and he's like he told me, like, there is nothing in this part of the state that you can go shoot a bow and arrow or a rifle, pistol, shotgun. You can't do anything out of season here. Mm-hmm. But um, I know out west, those places are so expansive that you – and Steve Steven has talked about this too um, – you can shoot out there. You can shoot, you know, AR-15s. You can shoot, you know, a longer hunting rifle. You can shoot bow and arrow. You can do whatever you want out west because there's just thousands and thousands of acres so hundreds of thousands of acres in some cases uh so yeah just just make sure you know you it's it's one you can do small game at and uh wear your blaze orange man and just go and uh walk around and shoot them be safe Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. just gotta get out there
1: i think he he said to me to let me look back at the uh tweets because it was it, it he sent to me after we talked about um the last episode, we were talking about skinning it and uh, pulling out the guts and everything. Let's see here. Yeah, he asked, uh, what are some good resources to help gut a deer? So what would you what would you tell him?
0: Um, I learned to gut a deer by watching a YouTube video on how to gut a deer while I was gutting a deer. <laughs> so, so the first one that I ever shot, I literally pulled up on my phone, and this is the most like millennial thing to do but pulled up on my and I had already like watched the video to try to like get you know a handle on what I needed to bring with me um, so it wasn't too surprising but you know I literally just pulled it up and I would watch like a little bit and do like that step okay next step watch it do that step next step watch it do that step and then just kind of took that and like just because I was so like meticulous with doing it like that the next time I did it it was easy. And then the yeah. next time I did it, like, when we when you and I did it, it was just, like, whatever. Like, I'm just doing this. And that was, like, that was the third time I've ever done it. Yeah. So.
2: I think,
1: so. I'm trying to remember, someone else out also reached out to me, and it might not been a DM. It might have just been them tweeting at us, um, basically talking about, like, they would love to get into hunting, but they don't know if they can deal with, like, the blood and guts part. And um I don't know, I can't remember if I tweeted back to him or not, but uh you know if you're you're probably listening again. Um, if so, thank you. Um when it comes to that blood and guts part, like I I've never thought of myself as like a squeamish person, like I have no problem like like there's an Instagram account called North American Rescue. Mm-hmm. and it's just like pictures Great of a account horror. have you do you follow it or you when did I, at least
0: when yeah. i was on instagram i followed that one
1: <laughs> so if you're not following it you should it's it's pretty gnarly account basically you know just horrible accidents people have happened out in the wild pretty much for the most part they're usually out in the outdoors like uh just like a shooting accident so it's it's really informative too you know it, it talks about like what to do in this situation you know how to apply a tourniquet um but anyways, like I follow that account, it doesn't bother me at all. But when we did go hunting, because I, I was, I was just positive we were gonna get one that day. Um, so kind of going into it, I was like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't know how I'll feel. Like it's, it's one thing to see these images on the TV, watching like a hospital show drama thing, or like watching them of Saving Private Ryan when the dude gets blown in half, or you know, following this Instagram account where it's like real people's arms and legs getting you know shot off and things like that. Um it's it's different, you know, like because like it's one thing to see it on the screen, but like to actually be there, we're gonna be touching, feeling, and um, didn't think about it but smelling it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't know how I'd feel about it going into it, but once you like once that deer is dead, like you, it turns off. like you go into kind of almost this primal instinct where it's like you you know you have to like there's like this weird, spiritual connection like you have to take care of this deer now that thing is your responsibility yeah you know i don't know if you felt that at all but like when i was when we walked over to it i was like all right it's, it's time to get down to business
0: oh yeah it's like well and the thing is like you do you can't just sit there and you know take all day looking at it and you know like when when after i shot it and before i came you and i was taking all my came to you and i was you know like taking my stuff back to the truck so that I didn't have as much to carry. I was like running because I was like, I don't want that thing laying out there. for Yeah, more. yeah. Um, especially since it was not you know cold. Like it wasn't warm. It was definitely pretty cold that morning, but it was going to warm up, and I didn't want it sitting out there and you know rotting and or anything yeah. like that. And
1: you don't want to lose any of the meat or uh, just you know respect for the animal because it's mm-hmm. I mean you've taken it from this world you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you you kind and, of um, you do kind of switch gears on off, that. It seems like. And I think another thing too is like if you, I feel like if you start with like okay, go fishing, and learn how to gut a fish because fish is not as like, I guess because it's not a mammal, it's not as personal. That's a
1: good point. That's a good and point. so like
0: you do that and well, okay, so then you graduate from a fish to a bird. Yeah. And you know like ripping uh. Breast out of a dove, you know it's just okay. Well, this is a bird, and you just pull it out, and it's not a soup. Not a lot of like blood and guts, but there is blood, and you're just. it's, doing it's not that. really a whole
1: lot of blood either. I mean, it just gets on your fingers, and that's that's really about it. It's it's, it's interesting when you're doing a dove. I didn't realize how thin their skin is mm-hmm. underneath those feathers. I mean, you can just like try to picture this here. If you're holding a dove in your hand, you just take your thumbs and press down on its breast and just split your thumbs apart, and it. You know once yeah. you get, you do that get through the feathers then you do that again a couple of times on the skin and it pulls the skin right apart like there's really the only I mean there's 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 blood down there in the muscles when you're pulling out the breast but I felt like majority of the blood gets on your hands when you're picking it up off the ground like after you just shot it it's yeah, very it's, uh, it's interesting but yeah
0: it, it is a uh, you can work yourself up. Like that. Yeah. If you do feel like you have that, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna wanna, you know, cut into it. Like just desensitize yourself. I guess it's, it kind of sounds weird, but that's a dove that's...
1: is a uh, good way too to get into it. The more I think about, it, we didn't talk about this before. We talked about dove hunting, but uh, like if, when you're deer hunting, you're you probably are gonna kill that. It's probably gonna be dead before you get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you shoot with an arrow or a gun, it's probably going to be dead. Like, you're probably not going to have to finish it off by, by hand. But a dove, like, a, I would say if you shoot five dove, maybe two of those aren't dead when you walk up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll also get you used to, like, that responsibility again, where, okay, like, you can't let that thing just sit there and suffer. Yeah,
0: yeah. with doves a lot, you'll you'll shoot one and it'll still be kind of, you know you'll you'll cripple its wings or you'll hit it in its breast and it's hurt enough where it can't move but it's still technically alive and you gotta you know uh
1: ring its neck literally where yeah. the term came from where the, where the phrase came from would be uh with
0: birds yeah, I'm in the, i never really i mean i guess i have run neck, but i usually just pop this sounds this sounds weird to people who don't do this but I literally just popped the head off cuz it's really easy to do and it's Yeah. Fun.
1: Like I know when we went with our friend Ian he tried to ring it but like he rang it but at the same time it popped off and so like the body went like shooting across the field.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean they just kind of they're very fragile. So, yeah. And I think, so that's and, a good know, that's way like, to build up
1: to that too, you know.
0: That's the quick I mean I I remember my dad making me do that when I was like seven <laughs> which you know when you're seven you're like oh my gosh that's so cool but <laughs> some yeah. people would be like i can't believe that he made you do that when you were seven years old that's so horrible <laughs>
1: yeah it's, uh, we've been getting a lot of good questions so like that though people reaching out so it's been awesome to well see. and i was gonna
0: say this too because i love like hearing about all these like people responding and you know asking questions stuff so we need to do maybe the next episode would be a good one to do like we're going to say it now and release it and then also like when we post we could bring it up like you know listeners listeners choice give us stuff to talk about or like do a couple couple polls or something to get people's you know asking questions and i think that would be a good way to get yeah, some I think feedback. that would be,
1: yeah. Especially as we kind of move over here into Christmas and we're going to be, like you said, like we're both going to be pretty busy too. So be like I'm going to be moving so I won't be able to do as much outdoor stuff as I would like to over the next few weeks. So it's definitely going to mm-hmm. be a good way to, uh, you know, keep the conversation moving.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm trying to look back through uh, different notifications and see because I know uh, pretty recently, you know, people reached out, out to us and stuff and sent me different things and just kind of talked about. You know what they've learned or like what they've really liked stuff like that gosh I didn't think oh wait maybe I should just go to this here we go let's see here sorry we've kind of blown up lately oh like this one dude his name is Punished Kraut he <laughs> he, uh, he seems to listen to a lot of episodes seems like a really cool guy um, he out of nowhere on December 2nd he just uh, tweeted at me a niche benefit of uh whatever he said oh whatever he's talking about a muzzle loader and uh he sends me this picture and it's literally a flintlock muzzle loader and so that was like so cool to see so we got to talk about this guy i remember
0: you i remembered you sending me that picture that is wild
1: dude is literally using a flintlock muzzle loader for deer season which is awesome man so um definitely let us know how that goes like Whenever you hear this tweet back at us, I'd love to hear about how that went because uh, did you see the box? Did I send you the picture of the box where there's literally like Okay, so if you're you if you if you're not sure what a muzzle loader is like it's literally like a revolutionary war gun You load it through the barrel. You got to put most modern ones though They have a break so like how we've talked about before if a shotgun some shotguns have like the fold and a half break mm-hmm. This muzzle loader, like modern ones like the one I have it has a break and you put the charging cap in there and then you close it back up and so on and so forth. The the bullets are still they're not obviously not pointy like an AR15 556 round, but they're they're not a straight up ball like you would see if you if you look at like revolutionary war bullets, they're like a, they were just a they were, they were literally a ball, you know? But like ones you usually buy are they still they have a little bit of a point. I don't even want to call it a point, but they're I guess it's a point
0: they kind of have have a point on them
1: yeah they have more of a point than what is in this guy's photo it's what i'm trying to say this dude has a wooden box with a leather pouch in it a legit cow horn um powder horn for keeping his gunpowder in he's got a box full of like just straight up round lead balls with this flint lock shot or flint lock muzzle loader where so that means he's He's not putting a charge, a modern charging cap in there, like like I was talking about. Like his is exposed to the elements on the outside of the gun.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, dude, just he's the doing it the thing. right way.
0: Oh man, I meant to tell you. In this, and this reminded me of it. I went. So my grandfather is like a Revolutionary War, Civil War reenactment dude. Like he's got guns like this guy's gun lining the walls in his house. Like in the basement just like old and he just loves historical stuff like that we went to go shoot the other day and dad calls me and he's like hey he wants to go shoot bring a couple guns we're going out to the farm and we'll go shoot and i was like all right so i you know i show up with like an ar and some pistols like and stuff and he's like you're out here with all these modern guns. Let me show you some real guns. And he starts pulling out stuff like that. And he's like, you gotta learn how to shoot these. He's like, when the government tries to take away your guns, they're not going <laughs> to take these. He's <laughs> talking about how the government's going to try to take away everybody's modern firearms, but they aren't going to take away like old flintlock. And he's like, we're going to have to take this country back using these old weapons. I was like, dude, dude dudes, out out there defending, dude's out there defending the homestead
1: of a musket in the year 2020 in the year of our Lord. Dude, have you ever shot one of
0: those? Like a legitimate flintlock muzzleloader?
1: I haven't, but now that this guy has shown it to us, I kind of have to.
0: I shot one. So I did a... his In elementary school, I did a project on the Battle of Bunker Hill. And I remember part of it... Like, I made a video. And part of the video was me, like, dressed up in all the garb. And he let me shoot one. As, like, a Force yeah. grader, which, <laughs> yeah, it, that thing literally, like, blew my butt onto the ground. Like, it knocked me so far back. And it's just, like, you can't hear anything. You can't see anything. I don't know how people shot those guns.
1: That's, it's, it's nuts to think about. I think I remember learning it took, like, two minutes. Like, a good, a good shooter took, like, a minute to reload, and like an average shooter was like two minutes to reload it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So oh, wow. it's just, it's wild. Um, we're just looking back here. Another person, uh, which it was a, one of uh, probably our one and only female listener. So shout out to her. You know who you are. Um, put hers her Spotify thing. She sent us was the biggest podcast binge listen. So that's really cool. Not only are you listening to us. But you listen to us for multiple episodes in a row, I guess, is what Spotify is saying. Yeah. So that's uh, that's wild. That's wild. I don't think my wife's even listened to one. <laughs> um, one dude, he sent us a list of his top podcasts, and the only people that beat us out are Joe Rogan and in, in the Meat Eater podcast. Um, we beat out Dan Carlin, so suck a dick, Dan Carlin. <laughs> Number three man. podcast for this guy. Um, it, he's a pretty cool dude, followed him on Twitter for a while one dude was like yeah man I listen to your podcast while I play video games and stuff I was like, dude, that's awesome man, sweet so thanks to everyone for reaching out and always keep keep sending us if you go outside send us something if you have a ghost story we're uh, slowly turning into a ghost story podcast so definitely, definitely let us know on that if you, if you have a paranormal activity outside in the woods
0: we need some more ghost stories.
1: I think we do. I, feel, I there was something happened that I wanted to tell you, and I just I can't remember what it was now it was something relatable to the to like the ghost story stuff, and I thought it'd be funny. But uh, I can't remember what it was now. I'll Have to try and figure it out before the next podcast. But it was like something happened again. <laughs> like, I was just like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> it is always something it really is Spook, they're demons is what it is oh yeah it's not ghosts it's demons
1: the aliens are demons if in case you didn't
0: know <clears throat> yeah if you didn't know aliens are demons
1: we have brought this up before that space is in fact fake and gay. <clears throat> moon landing did not happen and uh most importantly Helen Keller is not real <laughs> he, he, can you you learned one thing from this year of listening to this podcast we probably won't have another podcast until 2021. <laughs> so if you've learned one thing in this journey, Helen Keller is in fact a psyop.
0: Yeah, can you explain this to me again? Because you've yeah. explained it once, and I just need it. I need to hear it again.
1: I think everyone needs to hear it. So, like, do you notice like you didn't really learn about Helen Keller after like elementary school, and even after that, <laughs> even that, it wasn't really like past the fourth grade like never talked about her again in any U.S. history class especially not college like I, I was a history minor she never came up at university <laughs> never, never never, made it into the western civ or, or U.S. history textbooks after third grade because if someone tried to tell you this as an adult like a teacher tried to explain to you that this woman who is blind and deaf could learn to read and in fact learn to read lips somehow you'd you'd call the person insane for like you'd be like no you're just absolutely stupid like how would you ever believe that like there's a reason why they only teach you about helen keller in first and second grade because that's like the after that you just wouldn't believe them if you tried to tell a seventh grader about helen keller they would literally like you've seen these kids they would make fun of the teacher they would literally make fun of the teacher um, so I did. Some I just remember telling like,
0: like Helen Keller jokes. I'm on the Wikipedia page right now, and there's like. Do you
1: see the part about lip reading? How how in the world could she Lip reading.
0: Read? Like she has a yeah. signature that looks like normal handwriting.
1: Yeah, the entire thing is fake, man. If you if you like, um, I looked into it. And like her family is like, her her dad was like a jur- was like a pretty high up journalist for some newspaper in Alabama, and so like, in when this was happening was, like, in the early 1900s, I think, or maybe the middle. It, no, I think she was alive like through, like, the Cold War and stuff, actually. Like, this, I fully believe, was, like, the government's – because if you look at the U.S., the U.S. was pretty honest up until, like, the end of World War II. And that's when things kind of started to go downhill.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's when Helen Keller started to be taught in schools. <laughs> it was, like, right after World War II, like, in the 60s and 70s. Like, you, you didn't learn about her in the 30s because you wouldn't have believed her. You'd be like, no. Is she, did did a priest verify this miracle? No, he didn't? Okay. Well, this didn't happen.
0: Um, Why is she part of a series on socialism in the United States? Uh, that's where I'm going
1: with this, but <laughs> I 100% believe that she was the first, like, government CIA psyop because her dad was, like the head editor for this newspaper in alabama and like just kind of out of nowhere like people started talking about her in the 60s even though she'd been alive for like 20 years and and in fact they even admit that she wasn't born deaf so like she obviously learned to do all the if she was actually blind and deaf she like learned to do all these things before she even became blind or deaf like she wasn't born with it and, um, there's pictures of her where she's just, like, clearly, like, because, you know, you can see it in, like, an actual blind person's eyes are, like, kind of gray, you know? Like, her eyes are just, like, crystal clear, normalized, um, very obviously that she can see, because, like, if you look at a picture of a blind person, like, their eyes aren't focused on anything. But, like, she's clearly focusing on something, like, either the camera or, like, something in the background. Um, but, yeah, like this was, like, the government's first thing to see, how far they could push a lie, I think. Because, like, right when it started happening, I was trying to pull it up here, it was, like, right in the 60s. It's kind of right when, like, Helen Keller education started sweeping the nation. Because she was born... Yeah, so she died in, like, 1968. So it was, like, right after World War II is when, like, this shit started getting pushed, right? Like, soon after that, JFK gets assassinated. We go to the moon, but we didn't really go to the moon. Like, all this shit kind of starts falling into place right around the time Helen Keller education starts getting pushed on the country
0: so well and LBJ he, was the one that gave her a presidential medal of freedom and he did a lot of bad shit
1: mm-hmm. like let's see I, it was better when I was telling Wit the first time because I'd like just I'd kind of like I don't know why for some reason it was just like I was fired up and I was able to talk about it really well I haven't I haven't done my research recently so I don't remember all my stuff but yeah, I got the Wikipedia page. Like that you couldn't do that signature blind. Like, that's a fancy signature. <laughs> you should, you like, should tweet the suffered. You
0: should tweet out the signature. <laughs> I, oh, I
1: will. You, uh, you there's no way to believe this. Oh here we yeah, she's a member of the Socialist Party of America and industrial workers of the world. So she's literally a communist for first of all. So there you go. Like, it's all the fucking proof I need that she's fake. <laughs> like <laughs> She was a communist, and her father was the editor of a newspaper in the night in the middle of the 1900s during World War II. I wonder where she got her communist and socialist tendencies was from. Her
0: dad... This is wild. Her dad was a captain in the Confederate Army, and they were part of the slaveholding elite before the war, but lost their status.
1: So, I don't want us to get red flagged, so I'm not going to get into the details of... <laughs> who the slave-holding elite were in the south but do your own research listeners on who brought the slaves here and who owned the slaves in the south and then again come back and look at helen keller's political tendencies they all kind of kind of melt together in this time period mm-hmm. let's see here. like i'm trying to, there's like some other shit that was just like it in fucking insane like how would you you wouldn't believe it as an adult if they try to tell you like, there's there's literally something on here about lip reading it's like how can she lip read if she's blind like what do you what do you mean like even if, like if you put if they're trying to say like I guess they would be trying to say that she put her hands on someone mouth someone's mouth and listen like hell it there while they talk like no no <laughs> That's not going to... You'd have to like have your hand completely covering their mouth, you know?
0: Yeah, this says she learned to, quote, hear people's speech using the Tadoma method, which means using her fingers to feel the lips and throat of the speaker. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe that at all. There's no way. Oh, using oh my gosh. I reading, have found it and reading sign language with her hands how do you read Andy? sign language i yeah how do you, how do you speak sign language if you're blind <laughs> like are you no, fucking this is kidding me reading sign language not speaking it reading sign language with her hands yeah no this is just nonsense that's either written wrong or this is absolute insanity
1: so have you gotten to the bottom of the wikipedia page because i didn't see this before but this is like I, this is it. This is explains everything in the last 100, 200 years of American history right here. They kept all the... Do you see what I'm looking at? Dude. They kept oh, all the God. Helen Keller material in the fucking Twin Towers. and They were destroyed on September 11th. Holy fucking shit. It was an inside job. 9-11 was an inside job because people like me were catching on to Helen Keller. So they had to bring down big... They had to bring down big, big Helen Keller, dude. Like, are you are you kidding me? Out of all the pla- of all the places to keep a bunch of, hel- it's not like it doesn't say it's a it didn't say it was a thing, like it didn't say it was a, um, like a memorial. It was just a, where they kept a bunch of material that she allegedly wrote. Just happened to be blown up in the worst terrorist attack in the history of the world. Mm. Just coincidence. Wow. Wow, wow you, wow. you can't tell me that this, everything, <laughs> from the moment Helen Keller was born, the stones were being put in place for 9 11. <laughs> I mean, no, she's, right. she's literally a fucking communist. Like, in 1912, joined the Industrial Workers of the World with... It's, I mean, it's right here, guys. If you learn one thing from this podcast, Helen Keller was a fake, blind communist who was the direct cause of 9-11. <laughs> the day I learned. I didn't know that about 9-11, but like, my... That
0: is that is wild. You need to say that. You need to send that to the group.
1: I do. I will have to send it to uh, Witt and everybody to let them know. Like this is actually one hundred percent, a thousand percent. You might say. Um. Fake. <laughs> I'm just trying to roll throughout through here now and see what other nonsense may have happened in this woman's life. I need I need to dig deeper in the in the family because, like, yeah, like the family was a a, a prominent. Confederate elitist um, group. Oh, what is this? Something about Jerusalem. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's... Oh. oh, Yeah, it's what you think it is, buddy. One of her correspondences is around the time when she became a communist. You can't make mm-hmm. this shit up. There's literally... Dude, She. I just can't get over that. Her, her fucking archive material is gone forever because it blew up in 9-11 like it's all the proof I need
0: yep. you're done it's done it's over
1: unbelievable unbelievable
0: well I think that's probably a good place to end that one I think so I think
1: everyone, gotta... I think everyone's gonna use the digest and uh, rep- you know do your own research report back to the podcast with you which what you find yes I'm interested to See what if we put a big cuz we got a lot of followers on Twitter now with it means a lot of people listening to the cast. So if we get um, let's see here over 200 people. So over 200 sets of eyes so we can get in on this and we can take down Helen <laughs> Keller forever. <laughs> you want to talk about clearing up the swamp. This is it.
0: This is we- it. This is our chance.
1: We got to uh-huh. make America see again.
0: Yeah, make America great make them see well,
1: uh, I'm, <laughs> that's enough for me yep
0: yeah, um, pretty well said on that appreciate everybody as always yeah thanks everybody tuning in uh, hopefully we get another one done before the end of the year but if not happy new year and uh, I'm sure the twitter will be active
1: oh, I think this might be an explosive one
0: yep yeah. This one may set it off because it could drown it, or it'll set it off.
1: <laughs> this might be the one that ends it all forever, or yeah, we <laughs> really get some steam. But yeah, you know, if we don't make another one, um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
0: Yep, Merry Christmas everybody! All right, thanks for all listening. Right. Thanks, we'll guys. See, y'all.
1: see you back at the campfire.